This is the talk of Music City Real Estate. Welcome back to the talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we educate and motivate all things real estate. My name is Monty Moore with Realty One Group Music City. Hey, and I'm Carrie Ann with CMG Financial and My Mortgage Team. Every week we'll be posting a new episode chock full of Nashville real estate value. Yes, and you can follow along and subscribe at talkmusiccity.com. Got a question for us? Ask away at questions at talkmusiccity.com. Monty! Carrie Ann and Mr. Jason Hoover is in the house. house. Thank you, Jason, for joining us today. Oh, it's always a pleasure. Man, it's an interesting time in the real estate world, isn't it? It really is. It's it's a it's exciting time. I think. I mean, I feel it's like a, you know, on a roller coaster, just throw your hands up and let's go. <laughs> let's, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Scream as loud as you yeah, can. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I saw I saw an Inman today. You know, shout out for Inman. They, I think it's one of the better resources. I love of Information out there. Um, that uh, I noticed this week that that op, uh, Open Door just shared their uh, their numbers, and they had what was it like almost. Almost a billion dollars they Almost lost Almost a billion dollars. That's incredible. That's a, a billion what? Losses? Uh, Losses. Oh, wow. In last, just in the last quarter. Yeah. yeah. And OfferPad, and OfferPad was my favorite, just to be real, and, and their stock is so low now, they're talking about even pulling it off the stock market. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do, but um, they've got to do something quick because yeah. mm-hmm. it is just, it's spiraling out of control. And the, the problem, of course, is that when you're buying a house, you're a flipper, you're buying a house, and you're wanting to turn that over in a reasonable amount of time it's it's hard to forecast right now you know it was hard before because things were going up so fast mm-hmm. people forget that if they go up that fast there might be an, a quicker adjustment that they've got to hang on to their shorts so what did you uh, think on that um, uh, redfin ceo what he said about his theory on it you know i thought that was uh, what did he say what did he say yeah i think i think uh, i think it's worth probably talking about for a minute because i think there might be some value i really do i really to it, i think you know? he's he's hit on something yeah uh, basically what he was saying was that um the i buyers actually played into the overinflation. Oh. and um so by them now pulling everything out and selling uh, at losses it's creating this vortex which is declining all the sales mm. So they were out buying all the properties, and which was, uh, you know, other people couldn't buy them. And paying more, they had cash money. People would would rather take a cash offer, right? Right, right. So other people weren't, you know, consumers, I should say consumers, weren't able to compete as much. And so that inflated all these prices over the last uh, couple of years. Mm-hmm. So, so his theory is that that's what inflated these prices and got us into this... Um, you know, this market of just craziness. Uh, and now with it all shifting, they're losing money. So they are, un- they are unloading their inventory. And so it's causing this, uh, this adjustment. Yeah, that makes sense. And it really surprised me, though. I'm sure it surprised you to see that that was the CEO of Redfin talking yeah. like that. I mean, uh, that's like, okay, we caused the problem. I mean, I would, <laughs> I'd be afraid of getting I shot mean, if I did they're that. They're an eye you know? buyer? Yeah. Redfin? Yeah, I mean, yeah. in, in some respects, they are mm-hmm. as well. And so that was uh, that was a, that was a surprise, but I think I think there's some probably some truth to that. Yeah. You know, they didn't, they you know, some of these I buyers didn't care if they were losing money per transaction, right? Because they had the billions behind them. Well, Zillow was uh, uh, famous for doing that. They yeah. were they were buying at a loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, they probably were trying to follow the Amazon rule. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> lead with yeah, the well, loss, I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah. and, and some just to take could, market share. Yeah, just to gain uh, market share. And that's share. how Redfin did theirs. I mm-hmm. mean, I remember 10 years into Redfin's experience, they were still in the red. Mm-hmm. I guess why Redfin or something. I don't know. But um, <laughs> they. Uh, but now, I mean, now they're, you know, one of the top uh, search uh, portals there as far as real estate's concerned, top of mind. But uh, anyhow, I was, I was surprised that they were admitting. Yeah. Uh, that kind of uh, because, but I think they're. I mean, I hate to I hate to give them that kind of credit. On one hand, that they're that powerful, mm-hmm. but I think the collective fashion. I mean, I don't know what the, the eye buyer uh, portion of the market turned out to be, but I think it was grander than what most people thought. Mm-hmm. I think uh, because you know a lot of folks didn't understand that if, as an example, Mark Spain had a property on the market. A lot of those Mark Spain properties are owned by Open Door, or you know, they're Open Door bought it, so they're shifting them to them, and then with a deal, I guess they get to sell it on the other side or something. I don't know, but my point is, there was a lot of dollars working very collaboratively. Oh, sure, and I very don't think anybody expected the rates to jump the way that it did. Right. Meaning, I mean, we expected higher rates, but not probably at the the fast impulse. Yeah, you know that it, it kept going. It was like we were on that roller coaster <laughs> that you referenced. Yeah. You know. It was, uh, it, it's, and it's still going. So much it's for uh, easing into it. It was just like full throttle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's, that created, you know, some sort of scare tactic and or slow mm-hmm. where education became so important. It still is today. Many of us lead with education. You know, when do you want to look at purchasing real estate where, you know, you're paying overpriced at a lower rate or mm-hmm. so-called underpriced at a little higher rate and then utilizing all the, the features that mortgage companies now are offering that we're bringing back all the tools from the past um, and, and offering. It's, it's allowing people to really get some amazing options. And again, what goes up has to come down. They can yep. refinance, you know, um, at a later time. And that's just been the cycle for many of us that have been in the, in the business for, for as long as we have all been. Well, it, it has been. You know, I don't know what the percentage of agents out there. You know, I know it. Uh, let's say a year ago, we had eighteen thousand realtors here in Middle Tennessee. I don't know what that number is now. I got to believe it's maybe a little less than that because things have gotten tougher. But a big percentage, and I don't know if you know what the number is, Jason. What that are I've only been in the business, let's say three years or less. They have not seen any other market yeah. other than what we just experienced, and so they don't know that a big portion of my life in real estate was, well, you can refinance later on down the road because the rate will change. Mm-hmm. The rate will come down. You know, I mean, uh, again, we know that when I was started, the rates were at uh, dub- over double what they are right now, mm-hmm. but the cost of the house was less than, you know, maybe 10% or 20% of that mm-hmm. of it now. But anyhow, back then, you, and I don't, I haven't heard any, any rumor of this happening, but back then, you had this thing called a negative AM loan, mm-hmm. you know, where you're paying $500 on a $600, you know, principal and interest and tax and insurance deal. So every month you owed that didn't get anybody more. in trouble. That was an awesome loan. That helped so many people. Yeah, well, I can just imagine it, it was a group of college students, you know, sitting around, you know, partying. Like this sounds like a good idea. Yeah, let's, let's try do that. that. Yeah, I, we'll owe more every month than you know, owed the more, the month before. But Jeez. a couple of things I wanted to cover today was one of them. Carrie Ann is here. We are sitting between Jason and mm-hmm. I, the one of the most successful business women in Tennessee. 
Okay, that's just reality, right? I mean, am I right or am I right? I'm <laughs> right. Yes or yes. Kind. I think so, he's warm enough for a Christmas present or no, something. No, I don't no, know what's happening. No, but seriously, uh, I think that if anybody watching this right now could tap into your, you know, you as far as wisdom. The, the wisdom, the experience, the ability to pivot, the ability to, to kind of foresee the market, the, the you know, uh, that part. And I also, we wanted to talk about uh, some, some, uh, an article we saw on Inman said uh, the uh, eight hard learned money lessons from a housing adjustment. Okay. Yeah. I well, think those you know, are important as we well. Talked so let's about, talk about, you know, weathering the storm of some sort. You know, I think the quote that comes um, back to me is a smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. I think that's a great, you know, a great um, yeah. quote to really think about. You know, this, these are the times right now that um, allow us to grow as individuals, allow us to grow as business owners, um, allow us to choose to gain market share if, if we want. These are choices, right? So we can lead um, in being scared or we can lead with a little bit of confidence, but understand that we're all, the three of us here are still dealing with the same things that each, yeah. every person does. We wake up um, the same way going, oh, how, what's today going to bring? What What's the market going to do, you know, today? And um, you just have to think different, act different, and continue to uh, raise the bar on your own personal stance. I think I love what Jason and I talk about a lot is, you know, this is the time to decide if we're just going to be interested in our business or mm -hmm. really truly committed to it. And if you're truly committed to it, you're going to do all the things that other people are not. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm doing things that I'd never done before, <laughs> you know, and I'm searching and creating and meeting new and uh, I'm driving further than I've ever driven, you know, to spots that possibly have opportunity. Um, and so uh, this is the time to be as creative as you want to be and a compliant manner you know um but you're preparing yourself and you're hanging on uh for something brighter you know tomorrow mm -hmm. and that's what i'm doing the, the market's hard i was sharing that with some uh, yeah, folks that so we're onboarding hard. today you know look look let's just go ahead and get this out of the way the market's tough right now but choose your toughness okay you can you can uh, go get a job that's that's tough or you can do real estate which is tough we just left a tough market you know i don't know about you but the last two years, it was tough, tough. You know, yeah. it was a different kind of tough. Y'all didn't like me then. <laughs> Y'all didn't like finance. Everybody Lord, was playing cash. Tough. Where in the hell all the cash? They're like from? <laughs> mortgages. <laughs> <laughs> now three X's. Yeah, now the uh, mortgages are important, and uh, I know. Put me back in coach. What's the thing? <laughs> yeah. Put me in coach. Yeah. So, so anyhow, we can choose our tough. Um, and I've been here, I'm, I'm a living proof that, you know, throw it at us. Come on, life, you know, we'll throw it at us. We'll, we'll, we're going to figure out and become better for it. Because the thing about it is, it seems like prosperity follows value. You want to make more, you become more. And you become more by putting yourself at the deep end of the pool and figuring out how to get to the other well, end. Well, if anybody thought that the real estate market or the, the mortgage market was easy, I mean, I do think people looked oh, at yeah. us and thought it was oh, yeah. easy. Yeah. <laughs> Like you, Mr. Data Queen, King Queen over here. <laughs> I had so many queens in my last thing. But King, you know, he's like the man, you know, and you make it look so easy. You know, I'm closing loans so fast and with my eyes closed, you know, 30 something years in the business. It, it's well, clearly you would still be doing it if it was you wouldn't be doing it if it was hard type of thing. Right. Yeah. This is not an easy industry yeah, no. to be in. I mean, it comes with dirt under your fingernails. It comes with um, us not working smarter. It's working harder and smarter today. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just what it comes with. You know, if you're not getting up, planning the work and working the plan, I mean, I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. I think part of the difference now is, you know, people 
there it was hard but there was hard because you were hanging on to the buyer and and you know but they had this thing called motivation they had this thing of fear of loss and now you take that fear of loss away and now suddenly you're it's a whole nother skill set that you have to start building and it's totally different than what it was before it's no longer just hanging on to the buyer mm. now it's you know getting the buyer to make a decision because you understand financing enough to 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 put down a plan with your local uh, finance expert that makes sense today because it, it, you know because today they're probably paying for a ribbon as an example to, to close on it with cash if you need to get competitive they're they're probably paying all the closing costs they're probably paying a buy down they're they're doing all these things now that uh, they weren't six months ago you know oh and just to think how fast it shifted yeah, very you know? quick so so shift my my partner business partner you know they had to purchase something basically with their eyes shut mm-hmm. and offer all these crazy incentives and mm-hmm. never got their house for 10 full months finally have the home you know and now all of these surprises are coming up mm-hmm. left and right and had to offer cash and you know just life has changed so much yeah. and it's actually coming back to where um, yes, we were so busy and chaotic for so many years, but if you roll back the tape where people actually had a first showing, a second showing, possibly a third showing, we're starting to see that more, right? right? We mm-hmm. actually have time to breathe. Mm-hmm. And if we have time to breathe, we as true professionals should go back to the true professional method of getting clients pre-approved prior, actually approved prior, right? So you're actually mm-hmm. walking into you know, true... Um, confidence. I will tell you, and I'm, I'm okay with this because it keeps me busy right now, but there's more and more transactions that are crossing my desk with help me, help me, hmm. oh my, you know, and it's still happening to this day. And so every transaction means the most for the buyer and the seller because there is somebody interested in that property. Yeah. You know, to just recently, to tomorrow we close a loan that uh, got denied um, less than eight days ago and they're about to have a baby and all the things to find out that they were going to lose their first home with a little one on their way um, is just devastating, you know, and then the text messages are like, I don't know if you can help, but you know, you're our last chance. Is there any way you can just glance at it? Absolutely. And then we glance at it and we take a no to, to a yes. Is that special powers? No, but I'm telling you that there's more and more that is happening. Another million dollar deal called me yesterday and got point blank denied because they're retiring. Common sense says they're actually going to be fine. They're putting 50% down on a million dollar deal. Like there Mm. should be some positives there. Mm -hmm. We're starting to see it more and more. So creating that confidence with each transaction is, is so, so important right now than ever. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't understand, you know, Carrie, and I'm I'm sorry, but I'm probably be negative for a second here. I just don't understand why folks are dealing with people that don't get everybody to the finish line i don't understand that well i think sometimes you know and you can appreciate all of us can appreciate that you finally have a buyer in today's market and that buyer um is working with a lender that you actually know of Uh, the name is familiar you can google them you see them um but you don't know the rest of the story that's the hard thing with being real estate agents you see the cover you see this part you don't see the rest of the story you know of of making sure that all the t's are crossed and and i's dotted and all the things so it's a little harder and we're blessed that many of us come to us first but i'm also grateful that people know that they can call because 
we want to help so many deserving buyers become homeowners, especially today. They're getting a good, great deal, you know, on on real estate. And yes, their interest rates a little bit higher, but guess what? That house, the amazing house that they found, yeah. can you know can be refinanced, like you like you were referencing later. So, uh, Jason, let's talk about uh, this uh, Inman article eight. Hard-learned money lessons from housing adjustment survivors, okay? Uh, I'm one of those survivors from the last downturn of a market, and it was tough at times. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm glad to be alive and well in the the market, and... um, but there's some, so I think, some great ideas here. So let's uh, let's yeah. let's t- touch on these real quickly as as quick reminders for everybody who's watching right now. Okay. Okay. What well, do you got? Well, let's just uh, jump into any of these. Yeah. The uh, one thing I do, um, I, I mean, this is we think it's simple, but it's not. It's uh, are simple to do, but it's not uh, for most people. It's like don't live off your credit cards. I saw on. Um, and the local news station the other day that uh, this middle Tennessee area, I believe it's this middle Tennessee, it was somewhere local, that it was over 30% of the people um, were living in credit card debt. Like they were only hitting, they were maxed out on their credit mm-hmm. cards. They were only hitting or paying their minimum. It's all they could afford. Mm-hmm. That's a third of the population here. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, I mean, you know, and a lot of those credit cards are variable. Right, I mean, they're high interest. So, how are you ever going to get out of debt? Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's one of the things that you know we were focused on um, is just getting out of the short term debt. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we just didn't want it, so we we buckled up, and that's where I, I share. You know, I couldn't remember it last time the name of the software, but it was uh, Simplify. Okay, fantastic dirt cheap software for your personal income. You can really see what you spend your money on. Mm. From there, you can adjust. Mm-hmm. And that's when we got serious about paying off of our debt and I was able to take the data and look and, and, and see where we were spending too much or mm-hmm. where we could cut back. It was a game changer. It really Huge. was. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't live off your credit cards. Don't be credit card uh, rich. Mm-hmm. And then the flip side of that, though, is now how do you expect me to live? Right. So like well, that's the, the hard part. Well, yeah, go ahead. Well, and that's the thing is that uh, how do I, I mean, it's not me, but you're wanting to keep a, a certain um, level of lifestyle, but that level of lifestyle is so volatile mm-hmm. that, you know, it's a house of cards. It will fall. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and this even goes into being over leveraged. You don't want to be, you know, house poor. Right. And, and you need to enjoy life. Right. But yeah, it's, you know, honestly, you know, well, I can go into a story on this, but honestly, you know, if you are serious about getting out of debt, then lower your level of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, we did that. Yeah. You know, we were, you know, we were making really good money, doing well. You know, we were both professionals in different careers, mm-hmm. and we weren't happy, and so we had to adjust our lifestyle. Great, well, I'll just be honest. We sold everything and moved in for my parents, mm-hmm. and because we were that serious, we're like. And yeah, you know, I tell you what, that's a um, that's that's a tough pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. You know, being the uh, you know the provider of the family, and then you're having to move them in with your parents. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it was like, okay, I'm doing this so that I, down the road I can give my family a better life. Absolutely. 
I think where I was headed is we have to make hard decisions, you right. know, and, and sometimes they're, we don't want to change our lifestyle. Yeah. And that is going to force us to possibly, if we don't have the closings today, you know, to to jump onto the credit cards, you know. And like you said, they can easily snowball. We see it mm-hmm. with credit all the time. Um, and it gets out of control. I mean, short-term interest rates are quite expensive, right? Mm-hmm. Credit cards are. Are, are quite expensive. You know, and so as we navigate into this new world and new market, thinking about how to adjust your 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 savings, right? There's money, there's play money, and there's savings money, and there's tax money, right? Mm-hmm. You all put money away to pay the taxes too. But having that little bit of a nest egg, I, I know people that live paycheck to paycheck yeah. and live a great, live the best life, you know? And I'm so blessed my mom would always steal, I say steal, <laughs> she was doing this on purpose, but would take 50% of my money from babysitting mm-hmm. to serving to mm-hmm. whatever. And I was thinking... How dare you? But then that, I learned that learned mom. that process, and I still do that today. You yeah. know, and put money aside because if I see it, I'm going to spend it. Right. You know, well, um, we did that with our daughter uh, growing up, yeah. and she was able to pay, and we made a deal with her that we, you know, whatever money you put up for the car, we'll pay. You know, we'll match it. Mm-hmm. Love it, and mm-hmm. that's what she did. Mm-hmm. You know, she saved from the babysitting mm-hmm. from her. You know, she did the princess things, and her, she did acting. Yeah, so. You know, she said, I mean, we gave her some, we helped her budget that where she could go spend it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, you've got to change. I mean, you got to teach kids, you know, so, I mean, early mm-hmm. rather than late. Yeah. But also too, you know, thinking on the uh, financial side, you know, the uh, maxed out credit cards hurts their DTI. Oh, huge. Yeah. And so that's going to hurt our debt to income. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to hurt them when they want to go uh, buy a house. And doesn't that also equate to diff- a higher interest rate? Yeah, I mean, if you max out your credit cards, your you, your credit score will adjust, yeah. right? And yeah. then that's going to change, you know that that interest rate. And certain credit, excuse me, certain programs only allow for certain debt to income ratios yeah. and different things like that. So, you know, and, and kind of just setting ourselves up for for true success. And again, possibly we're in a in a situation where we can't get out of right at the moment, but tomorrow is a new day. Right. And so knowing that you've already gone through this once or twice, I had to move into a rental of mine because I couldn't rent out um, one of the houses and then I knew I could rent out a different house that I own. So I was just at the time going back to a previous market, just trying to stay afloat. I was younger in my career and I didn't want, you know, to have to go under fully, you know, and just trying to shift the mm-hmm. lifestyle, how mm-hmm. to move mm-hmm. our family somewhere else where we didn't fit, you know, and um, how to make some changes, you know, and all the things. So we, we can do that, but definitely see, reorganizing ourselves. I did see where you can buy um, a condo down in uh, Santa Marta, um, Columbia for about a hundred grand. Okay, so if it gets too bad. We may just head out. We're out. We're out of dodge. So, we're we'll dropping the mic. <laughs> so in the last downturn, I remember the painful day that I had to make a decision: Do I make my mortgage payment, or do I continue my marketing? Mm, so, that's a tough mm. so decision. Jason, I think that was probably a similar toughness. Do I right. continue to work an environment where we don't like, or do we move in with the with the uh, yeah. the folks? You know, as painful as that was. I mean, I, can, I don't. I'm not sure which was more painful. Than, <laughs> I, rem- I remember it was really, really painful because there, I never forget showing um, another realtor's home and he was, and I knew going into it, it was going to be a short sale. It's a short sale situation. Mm-hmm. And then, then he answered the door and I thought, oh my God, how embarrassing would that be to be somebody who everybody knows in the real estate industry who looked at as successful is a short sale. And then six months later, I'm in those same shoes. Mm-hmm. That was, that was really a tough time, but 
And the reason I bring that up is it starts, I think, with acknowledging, okay, the market's different. Let's go ahead and be okay with that. It, it is different. Mm-hmm. You know, the future here for the next 12 months or whatever is probably di- different. So let's go ahead and face these adjustment uh, thoughts, okay? I mean, let's review our expenses this month. I mean, yeah. you're going to be, you're teaching this week a class on, on business planning. One, part of that is reviewing your expenses, right? Right. Mm-hmm. right. Being right. real with them. I mean, we can pretend like they don't exist because out of sight, out of mind, or we can go ahead and be proactive and recognize that, okay, I, I need to make some adjustments. Mm-hmm. I can't continue this particular marketing thing maybe because after six months, I don't see any any result. I need to maybe adjust that or, or put those dollars somewhere else. Right. You know, um, we need to save more than maybe what we did before. We need to, you know, again, watch that overhead situation. We need to secure, maybe secure a credit line. I mean, that's a thought. I've done yeah. that in the past, you know. Well, right now we had many people come to our all-in-one event um, exactly. and really kind of, and the reason for that was positioning more real estate agents in a place where there was more success. Um, and a brighter financial future for tomorrow as we navigate through today's you know market. Now, it's not going to be the right loan for all households, but for those that it did fit, um, we got many calls you know, after that. Yeah, and, and you're positioning yourself for a brighter tomorrow where before we had to make some hard choices you know, and we didn't think two steps ahead. And so sometimes, depending upon if you have the experience or not, I mean, when I first went through the downtime back in 08, I didn't know. Yeah. I just knew I wanted to survive, you know, and it's so funny. I heard a story that rumor went around that I didn't survive and I was squatting houses. I mean, it's so funny. Your competition can make up all these stories. I'm like, <laughs> people should just write a book. And She's a squatter. I was a squatter. But no, I bet I saved every dollar, you know, and, and you have to adjust, you know, and, and that's what we can still do today. Um, but again, it's easy, though, from a marketing standpoint. You might be paying lead generation and this and that paper cost money mm-hmm. you know um to buy donuts or you know water it costs money right and so be very um intentional strategic when purchasing items you can get things on sale you know um i love buying things in bulk you know you can have a champagne um feel on a beer budget like you can um and you can make it look great you just have to think a little differently and it takes a little bit of time you know, to maybe go to a store that you didn't want to or things like that, but there's opportunity out there. So let's go back to that all in one, you know, you know, uh, Connie and I saw the, the potential in it and, you know, if for multiple reasons, the all in one, of course, you know, you can explain it, but the bottom line is we have an equity line that we can, that we can draw from yeah. up to a certain amount of dollars. And I did it for a few reasons. One of them was, um, you know, wanting to be positioned, you know, the last time there was a market adjustment, I was selling when I should have been buying, mm-hmm. okay? And that was, whew, that was painful. I mean, that was just painful as hell. Um, another reason is, like I shared with Connie recently, I said, sweetheart, we don't ever, I said, worst case scenario, we don't ever have to look at getting into a reverse mortgage, which is extremely expensive, because right now our, our equity will carry us the rest of our lives, you know, mm-hmm. if, if we just let it on, on the on the uh, all-in-one mortgage. So right. can uh, I, I brought this up on the huddle call or I, or I expanded on it like you shared for a second. People ought to be having, our agents ought to be having conversations. I know this is not what we're really directed at as far as, but, but it is because making money is a good, is covers all these things. Okay. <laughs> we don't have any problems that more leads can't take care of. Okay. Just be clear on that. We have no market conditions that lead more leads can't take care of. 
One of those is having a real conversation with somebody you know has got some equity about this all-in-one mortgage. Yeah, if you have a primary home that you know has equity in their house currently, um, and you maybe have decided selling is not the wisest choice for you, but you want to have access to your equity for many different reasons. A, to maybe um, have uh, future purchases or just um, be there for a rainy day. You know, I mean, to think that this loan was created back in 2005 and has never had one delinquency or a default on it. Wow. It made it, it saved people through COVID. They lost their homes and they were able to live uh, for a period of time off of their equity and never were concerned, never had mm. to do forbearances or anything like that. And so this is a huge win. Um, but it is a first lien equity line that focuses on principal before interest. Um, and it allows all money deposited into the loan to go straight to the principal, which reduces that principal, which you then pay only daily interest on uh, for uh, that particular month, which is a huge difference in comparison to what we know to be an equity line, Mm -hmm. where an equity line is just a full 30 days worth of interest. This is a daily interest calculation. So as your principal is down, you take advantage of paying less interest when it has, it ticks back up. Uh, because you have to um, take some money out for this or that reason, um, then you pay a little extra interest. And then it does truly, if used correctly as a true financial powerful tool, allow you the opportunity, if you want to, to have your mortgage paid off um, very organically in seven years. That's the average seven years. Now, other folks look at it, they want to create lots of momentum right now. Let's say Mm -hmm. when transactions come in, it lessens it, then there's no transactions for two or three months. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Your mortgage is, your interest is swept off of your equity for those next three months. So it's a win for the folks that are truly self-employed um, and and many other individuals that have um, great income coming in at certain times that can help uh, guide them through, through the difficult times. But um, other folks create that momentum. And then when they have extra equity there, they definitely... T- pounce on that equity to a pay cash for something or a large down payment on another. And you can have up to six all in one. So you can purchase an uh, an investment property with 25% down and have all your rents come in and and pay your principal down in a a quick fashion. You can use it on a second home um, as well. So there's multiple different ways uh, that that are are winning for many folks. Um, But this is a loan that is making a difference for many right now. Um, It's not about rate either. So I really, I really think that, uh, People ought to be having conversations with their clients, their past clients, because you're going to be a hero, a superhero. If, if somebody had, you know, if, if my realtor had told me about this and I said, well, let me investigate that a little further or they pointed me in the right direction. And then I went that way, I would that that realtor would or that messenger would be a superhero i guess that's why you're my superhero there you go i'm the messenger yeah and just there's multiple big people that talk about this program just know that cmg it's called the all-in-one for a reason we bundle your personal finance with uh banking and so you you receive a checking account uh a debit card the checks all the things it's mobile banking it's it's everything tied into one so it's really more of a financial tool to help you um really create a a, a brighter financial future so review your expenses this month, save more, reduce your overhead, secure a credit line. This is one way to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, pay your taxes on time, guys. I know the temptation as a self-employed person. Yeah. I've been there before. I'll never forget. I won't go into the gory details, but I'll never forget <laughs> taking, accepting, and during a divorce of mine, uh, a small amount. Okay, I think it was like $2,000. That was part of the trade-off. Not knowing that person had maybe not told the whole truth and nothing but the truth when, it was, when she was uh, sharing her expenses. And when, when uh, I came in and got uh, audited, 
then the IRS said, well, that $2,500 is really $25,000, but because you haven't paid it for three years, now it's fifty. Anyhow, it turned into $50,000 <laughs> that I owed, all because I wasn't being prudent on that. So pay your damn taxes. Yeah. Right? Well, let me share the other side of that story. So um, it's very easy for that to be snowballed, right? One year, two year, three year. We see it as lenders. I mean, there's people, whether you're self-employed as a real estate agent or just your basic small business owner. I mean, it, you see it a lot, but um, I joined No one else forces. could charge that kind of interest, by the way. Nobody else yeah. could, but I'm sorry. Yeah, but I joined you. forces assuming that this well-known, you know, real estate agent, um, and I went into business with that individual, and I was in my mid-20s, so I'm just trying to learn and all the things and bought a house um, and looked to uh, refinance that home um, and take him off the at the loan at the time because uh, it was an investment purchase at the time. And then that's when we had to move our family into that particular home or my right. family into that particular home. Well, come, I got a call from the title company and says, hey, I need to come see you. That's never a good sign when, <laughs> when the title attorney says he needs to come see you, right? Uh-huh. And it sits me down and says, hey, so there's a little bit of a situation, but there's $175,000 federal tax lien oh, no. added to this property because that individual was um, on the deed at the time, right? And so it can snowball really wow. fast. Mm-hmm. And if you do not pay your taxes, they, the government will come after all things that you own mm-hmm. and attach liens to it. And so it took a long, long time uh, for me not to have to pay that bill, right? Because it was attached to a property Jeez. that I particularly own. So yes, I think goes back to what we talked about, saving money on savings, saving money for your taxes. Um, and I've, I've, I've known many people, they call me on how to get themselves out of the, the bind that they're in because they forgot to pay or didn't forget they knew and they thought they could just make it up tomorrow, mm-hmm. make it up tomorrow, make it up tomorrow. Well, look at the folks that thought they could make it up tomorrow as in now and now the market is what it is right, right? and so really being prepared is is going to help uh, your sanity <laughs> as well <laughs> yeah. as um, making sure that the government doesn't come after anybody so these are the don'ts that you don't want to do don't live off your credit cards as jason brought up earlier don't become over leveraged that means you know don't be over optimistic with you know other investment properties right now if if you know if you if you need to adjust unless you got deep pockets that's cool don't neglect tracking and assessing your marketing expenses pay pay attention now to those things more than ever before okay Mm -hmm. if after six months they're not paying for this themselves then you might want to adjust that or reallocate that to something else possibly don't combine your marketing budget with your operating account that's a big no-no and number one on the do things is to, to do these things now make these changes now before we go any further into the market i think you know yeah, preparing ourselves for very, the what if. We just don't know what tomorrow right. can bring, you know? Yeah, very solid uh, points of advice. Anything else on that, Jason? Again, no, I know I'm, this is fresh in your mind, all these oh, kind yeah. of things. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't say enough about tracking tracking at all. Mm-hmm. I just can't say enough about it because it, it, it makes or breaks you. And, and you, yeah. know, you know, these last few years, and I say few because this even goes beyond 2020, is you know the market was forgiving for laziness mm-hmm. uh, now it, it's going right. it's going to expose those who don't know their business yeah yeah we wouldn't have had this conversation on these topics you know six months ago mm-hmm. because the market was forgiving now it's not and we can pay attention to that and be proactive or 
we can be a statistic like me and talk about, <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have done that, you know, right. so learn from the old guy's experience. Yeah, and take advantage. I mean, as we navigate into the holiday season, we want to spend money, right. right? I mean, that's just our giving heart. That's what we want to do. Um, and sometimes you you just have to think two steps ahead. So you are going to, that's your nature. That's what you want to do. So think about how you can position yourself uh, without, like you said, over leveraging. Mm-hmm. Um, utilize those lines of credit, the, the, the tools that are available for you um, a lot of the lines aren't based upon interest rate it's about a bigger picture and so don't get tongue-tied over certain rates and things like that um, just work with true professionals that can guide you in, in the right direction amen good stuff good Thank stuff you. thanks again yep. everybody for joining us we can't wait to have you come back you've been listening to the talk of music city real estate